Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Before we get into today's episode, we have a little promo from the Okind for all of our podcast listeners. If y'all have seen me wearing my big, amazing scarves and my puff bag 24-7, that is from the Okine, which is actually my brand. And we are doing a podcast-only deal. So you guys can use code ILYSM for free shipping or 10% off if you spend over $100. The puff bag fits everything. I throw my 15-inch laptop in there, my Kindle. I throw like water bottles. I use it every time I go work out and I'm just throwing like everything in it. My huge vlog camera, it holds everything and it is the cutest bag ever. It doesn't feel too like too bulky or too annoying. It is the perfect size. And then I obviously also live in my scarves. All of them are so beautiful. Personally, my favorite is the pink and the, actually I love all of them, but you know, I'm a pink girl through and through. You guys see the podcast cover, okay? So if you guys want, you can use code ILYSM for free shipping or 10% off if you spend over $100. Again, that is code ILYSM for free shipping or 10% off if you spend over $100. I've got visions in my head. People tell me that I'm crazy. I tell them that's exactly it. I've got reasons for my absence. People tell me that I'll burn out. I tell them I'm not like the Hi guys, welcome back to the show. If y'all are new here, my name is Kinsey and I am the host of the I Love You So Much podcast. I was giving just now major like this, I am so-and-so and you're watching Disney Channel, you know? Oh my God, I need to do that. That would be a great intro for my YouTube channel for this podcast. Speaking of, by the way, you guys can watch every single episode on YouTube. We're currently doing a giveaway for new subscribers over there for a Kindle. So be sure to check that out. It's my latest YouTube video. This episode, we have Connor and Mike on from Waterboy. Yes, we are talking a little bit about Waterboy, but mainly what we are talking about is boy advice. I asked on Instagram what you wanted to hear from them, and I got an overwhelming amount of questions about boy advice. This episode is either going to make you want to find love or run so far away from it. If nothing else, it's very entertaining. Uh, they pretty much contradict each other in every single answer. It's a really fun episode. I think you guys are going to really like it. I obviously have already, well, not obviously. I've had Connor on the show already, um, probably like two years ago. I think it was 2020. And he has since moved to Austin and now has Waterboy with Mike. I'm a huge fan of Waterboy. If y'all have never used it, you need to. I should have gotten like a code or a giveaway or something. Maybe next time. But I love Waterboy. That's what I use. I'm, I'm a big hangover hack girl and I get into it on today's episode. I love Waterboy. It really, it is. it has saved me a ton. Honestly, it saved me all last weekend. Okay? Just trust me. As always, you guys can watch this episode on YouTube. Tag us in your stories on Instagram. Listening to this episode for a chance to win Starbucks on me. If you guys haven't already gotten your live show tickets to the New York, not New York, to the Nashville and Chicago shows, I'm coming to Nashville March 3rd, special guest Jaden Ford. Then I'm coming to Chicago March 27th, special guest Lauren Elizabeth. Get your tickets now. It's going to be such a fun time. Anyways, without further ado, let's welcome Connor and Mike onto the show. You touch the plastic. Yeah, I would touch the plastic. Guys, I just really, I really quickly wanted to just start off with this conversation that Connor just let me know that Mike doesn't drink. Actually, no, because this is going to make you look good because it's going to be like, you're going to frame it as like, save the environment. Basically, of, of Connor. Course, yeah, which, which way do you want to take this? Because I, I was willing to go there. <laughs> Apparently, he doesn't drink anything out of plastic. Yeah, he refuses to drink out of plastic bottles. I, I order 
like these giant gallons of water that are delivered probably once a week. I order like five or six that I just drink throughout the day. So I love plastic bottles, but Mike refuses to drink that water. He just won't do it. Side note, his order is the most ridiculous GoPuff order. It's a guy shows up with five like jugs of just water and they sit there in the sun. And to me, the biggest thing is like, I don't want the plastic getting oh, in my water, especially no. if it's sitting in the sun. It's not good for you. Also not, but not good apparently for your, your boys, the plastic. My, my boys. Yeah. No, I think that we kind of just, as soon as I said that though, it's like, we look bad because that's better for the environment. True. I don't really drink plastic water bottles. Though, to be but clear. I feel like there needs to be a better way for me to get water then. Like we don't have a sink. We don't have a sink in our office. Have you heard of like a hydro flask before? He, he's he's building a well at our office. So until that's complete, it's going to be go puffing water bottles. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. I'm just not like a big tap water guy. You Wait, know, you don't have to have tap water. You can have filtered water. Into yeah, but where are you getting the filtered water? Well, you can get like a filtration system at the office. Yeah, but we don't have it. We don't have a sink. Okay, honestly, I'm giving it up with you guys. Yeah. This this is a I don't know the glass, the plastic, the no hydro flask. Like our, our office was just one giant rough room with nothing in it. So I'm having to wash a coffee mug in the bathroom while oh. dudes next to me are peeing, and I'm just wa- washing a coffee mug. It, oh, it's, I love that. You know, it's I refuse to drink coffee out of that mug. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I they, refuse to do it. They, he's he's been like he's had like a cough recently uh-huh. and it's because he's basically been drinking mold for the last mm. two months from the coffee cup. That might be it actually. Yeah. And I Uber Eats Starbucks every day so I can't say I'm better but different. <laughs> How did you guys meet originally? Uh, yeah, I, I got it. You one. guys are grinning like, <laughs> there's, like well, there's, it's, there's a good story too. Yeah, it's, it's a funny story. So we basically I moved here a couple years ago and we had like this girl that we both knew who we actually used to be romantically interested in at the same time there there may have been some crossover i'm not sure it, like on un, un, I, I don't think there's any overlap to my knowledge i don't think so unofficially i think i was before i feel not like i matters, may have but, yeah. heard <laughs> but you got my leftovers the, the t- no no the timeline i think i was before it's I'm funny because saying, i may saying. have heard about you before i met you yeah 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 i heard stories about you you know okay the timeline checks out then (laughs) okay but yeah so it didn't work out with that girl but she introduced the two of us so it worked out between the two of us so she introduced the guy that she was seeing to the guy that she was well we weren't we weren't seeing her well like i get what you're saying maybe i don't know it was confusing yeah there was a there was a bit of a decompression period and we were just all friends got it and I, I reached out to her. I was like, hey, so-and-so's in town. I think we have similar interests. Do you mind just putting us in a group text? She did. We went to grab coffee, talked about the idea, and then started working mm-hmm. on it a few months after. Yeah. So who had the idea first? Mike did. Does he like to bring that up a lot or something? And, no. Oh, no, okay. I, yeah. no. No, no. I th- I th- the idea has changed a little bit since then, too. So I, we mm-hmm. both started working on it almost the exact same time. Okay, cool. Yeah. So how, how are you feeling about Waterboy now? I personally love it. I said I was a customer. Yeah, I, I think it's honestly been a really good first year and a half. It's been a, a lot better than I anticipated, honestly. Mm-hmm. You guys are really good at TikTok. Like you're, I was looking at your TikTok the other day and the one where you bought the plane ticket for the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. That was so sweet. Yeah, honestly, at the end of the day, I don't know if I did that more for myself or for them, actually, because mm-hmm. I love watching those videos where it's like, this, the boyfriend comes and surprises, you know. So it's like, like a hopeless romantic. I've always wanted to facilitate this. It was like kind of a dream of mine to to finally bring that to reality. But yeah, I don't know. We've we've had a lot of fun with TikTok. I feel like from the beginning we realized that, that was like a really good place to be and to like market the business. And a lot of other companies in our space weren't doing stuff on there. So it's like, how can we lean into this more? And then I think since we've started it, we've kind of developed like a fun personality on there a little like off the cuff we kind of like the total line being be a bit of a gray area but i think that's what makes people more like interested in just like the product that we sell but actually like the characters behind the business and everything too yeah it makes it more fun mm-hmm, for sure and it's like fun to film that stuff too and like come into work and talk about ideas and just like all the bizarre things that we want to do are you romance are you more romantic than jenna like are you the one who wants to 
if you like these videos, are you the one who are like making the plans? Interesting. There's like different love we, languages. We, we really took a, took a side <laughs> turn here into my love life. Oh, by the way, while we're getting into that, we're doing boy advice. I yeah. need you to say really good things about her at some point in the This is really oh. a plan. So I need you to say okay. good things about her because she wanted to hear it. Gotcha. Just forget gotcha. she's listening, you know? Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah she's, she's gonna listen. I, I think I am romantic, for sure. I think it, like, comes... I, I'd say it's, like, probably not there every day. But yeah. I think I can be very romantic. I mean, like, I went on The the Bachelor, you know? Like, that was my point. my past. I feel like I've, I, like, romanticize things a lot, and I love... I just, like, love that stuff. Well, even from the... Even from the Kiara surprise, I remember... We recorded that video and her reaction was great. She was so in shock. But at first I was like, wait, was she like, maybe didn't seem like the viewers didn't see it and be like, yeah. whoa, maybe she didn't seem ecstatic enough. And then afterwards I'm looking at Connor, watching his recording on his phone and he's crying. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, I, I honestly thought he was kidding. No, it took me, a, it took me a good two minutes to realize like, oh no, shit, he's actually crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was a little self-serving. Mm-hmm. And so, good a for the bit. views. I mean, it was good. Good for all, everyone involved. You know, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. everyone benefited. Yeah, exactly. So everyone wanted boy advice from you guys. Okay. We're gonna give it some advice. I'm really not gonna chime in much because I have literally Got no you. advice to give all you. Right. Okay, getting out of the friend zone. Have you ever been in the friend zone, either of you? Because you you just had like a blank stare on your face as if this. I feel like in the past I've more so put people, people in the friend zone. So I guess. Like okay, do the reverse. Right. Got you, got you. I think you just got to go for it. I feel like that's always been my my answer for it. Like you don't know if it's gonna work out or if they're interested until you just kind of like make a move. But like, how are, do you make a move? People basically? are too afraid. Yeah, how, one, how to make a move, and then also, but I you, feel like you have to test out if it's like worth it or not. Because what if? Like, I feel like people are too afraid to do that because they don't want to risk the friendship. But also, I say go for it, too, because at the end of the day, you're probably going to continue to have these feelings. Yeah. No, exactly. But then I get, yeah, like, I guess if you don't go for it and you're not sure how it's going to work out, you're always going to have the what if in the back of your head, you know? So, like, you might as well just figure that out. Like, should they call them, text them, show up at their door, Hmm. make a TikTok I feel like when this has happened to me before, it kind of just, like, slowly comes back. And I would say... Most of the time, those feelings are mutual. I feel like it's rare when it's not, or at least the thought hasn't come across that person's mind before. What do you think? I don't know. I'm a bit of the opposite on this. Um, you think not to go for it? Not, well, you know, not not to go against the boys, but I feel like I'm, I'm reflecting back at personal instances in my life where that's been the case for either or. And I, I personally think if a guy is interested, you will know. I, I think... Personally, it's pretty hard to go from, or at least from my experience, I haven't really started a lot of relationships where we were friends first for a long time and then it transitioned to something more romantic for for better or worse. I personally think if a guy's interested, you will know and he'll find ways to show his interest. And if he's not, I don't think pursuing him is going to make him necessarily like you anymore. If anything, it's going to put him in this position of power and it's going to create this weird imbalance. And I, I think in those instances where this happened to me with a girl if she withdrew completely then it's maybe made me realize like oh wait a second i'm losing this person or oh there's something about this person that i like that i no longer have and it's in those instances where i find myself chasing a little bit more obviously there's a point where then you both need to mutually like each other but i think in the beginning i i don't know that sometimes like fully going for it i do i do get the sense that if you don't go for it you'll never know and if you're in it because you're romantic with that person and you view them as more in the friend and hope they're going to be more of a friend. And I don't think that's like that genuine or as genuine of a friendship to begin with because you have ulterior motives. But I, I personally, I'm on the side of like, almost like focus on yourself, do your thing. And the other person will see that will be attracted to that and they will find a way like to you as well. Do you guys know what box theory is? I've heard mm, it before and I'm, I'm yeah, a big, I, I agree on that. Yes. What, like guys put I think I'm forgetting because I feel like, like this, yeah, like this yeah. was, Tinks created this like two or three mm. years ago, but basically when a guy meets you, there's three boxes, I think. And it's like, he either wants to like hook up with you, date you, or just a friend. And it's pretty much immediate. And you basically just like, the idea is that you basically just do not move hmm. from those three boxes. And there's obviously exceptions, but I feel like that's the rule. I agree with that probably like 90%, 95% yeah. of the time. I think to go from one bucket in my head to another, it's pretty hard. And sometimes it doesn't even take long to like classify you as in like, oh, this is someone I view as like 
someone I want to date versus someone I just want to hang out with. Yeah. I feel like I can usually get to that within 30 minutes. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like... You're the exception in this, though. What, what, what do you mean? Because you and Jenna were friends. Yeah, we were friends for a while. And then it just kind of slowly escalated. But I, to me, at the end of the day, someone needs to make the first move. And you don't always necessarily know if the other person is interested until you actually make that move and it's reciprocated or not. So I feel like, like, sure, it's maybe nerve wracking to do it. But I think at the end of the day, you don't know if it's going to be reciprocated or not until you go for it. And I think guys show maybe if they're interested in different ways. I mean, at least for me, I feel like I'm I'm like a tough person to read sometimes. And I think in the past, people would never know if I was like into them or not. So like me, for example, I'm probably like not, you know, people would have like no idea. But I think you kind of just got to like, just like make a move. I think there's like different ways to do it. It doesn't need to be some like grand gesture or something, but maybe like hanging out alone between the two of you or something like that. Like that's something that Jenna did too is like there was a day where we went paddle boarding like just the two of us and i think like that was a moment where i knew like okay she's like into me and like i i like this situation like i like hanging out with her like being alone with her like being around her and then i think that kind of like put those feelings more into into me and it like developed more you know don't get canceled how do you feel about the girl making the first move Was it, isn't that what we were just kind of talking yeah. about? No, but like if a girl makes the first move with you, like in general, like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, I guess you answered. How do you feel, Mike? First move in uh, what context? Like I need a little bit more context. Like how long have we been talking? Like what, what kind of move is it? Honestly, let's go from the very beginning, <laughs> like a, shooting her shot DM. Mm-hmm. How, do, how do I put this in a way where it doesn't come off like I'm too kidding, harsh? You're not going to get canceled. It's your personal okay. opinion. I mean, honestly, I think as far as like creativity in the DMs, Unfortunately, even something plain works. It's just a matter of most people read their DMs, whether they have big accounts or not. I refuse to believe they don't. Most people read their DMs. And if they see someone that they're initially attracted to, then you, you might receive a response. So it's, I think it's just a matter of like, oh, do I like this person's like vibe? And that obviously changes person to person. I think the worst is whenever they're private and you see a little thumbnail photo and it's intriguing, but then I'm it's like, I'm not going to like follow them. I don't know anything about them. They have so much visibility in my life, but I can't see anything about them. But I think I'm I'm receptive to people sending a message. If I'm like into it, I'll respond. So you want the DMs? I'm not saying I, I want the DMs, <laughs> but I'm saying if a DM comes my way where I'm like, oh, this person's interesting. I'd like to get to know her more than sure. Yeah. Okay. What is your best? Wait, what, what, what do you think? Making the first move. I mean, yeah. I just personally would never because I am so not would never. I just. But I guess I if, there, if there's a guy, let's say you see him on Instagram, you see you see him on like a podcast. And like, wow, he's like, I got a, got a really good vibe. I like this. You wouldn't. So like, how, I wouldn't. I just, would you like like a photo? Yeah, and like yeah try maybe. It? I honestly, okay, but that, this that, is my I, version yeah. of shooting my shot. I would follow them and like one photo. That that's making that a move though. That, I feel like that's making a move. W- would you like the most way. recent photo or like the second most recent? No, yeah. like most recent. Most recent. Like okay. I'm not doing any of that. I just am so I would. Part of me like wishes I was not, but I mm-hmm. like I hate the apps. I'm so lazy when it comes to dating. Yeah. So I just wouldn't. But I think it's good for people to do. I'm not against for it. For sure. It just honestly, it's like more of a like laziness. And if I was in a phase where I was like dating more, then maybe I would. Mm-hmm. But I'm just not. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, what is your best breakup and heartbreak advice? Start that one. (laughs) (laughs) This is a breakup and heartbreak advice. I'm not sure how. How to heal a broken heart. There are many ways, many ways ranging from healthy to toxic. (laughs) I I guess it depends on like. like, Start toxic. (laughs) I mean, starting toxic would probably be to find a rebound. (laughs) <laughs> that's probably the most toxic right just being honest yeah, yeah yeah like to not work on yourself or heal and just to carry <laughs> your trauma onto the next person yeah. and hope with time it dwindles that's probably the most toxic way yeah the most healthy way would obviously be you take some time figure out what went wrong what you could have done better what you like don't like in a person just focus on yourself and i think the more you focus on yourself and areas that you want to see in someone else if you work, and then I think you will attract that person. It's hard because I think someone goes through a breakup and then they mourn on what they lost. 
and the idea of who that person could have been for them and maybe not necessarily what the situation even was. And it's so hard. And once you accept that, oh no, like I'll be okay. There's plenty of other people out there and I'm just going to focus on myself and I know it'll, it'll come. And if not, it's totally fine too. I think once you change that mindset a little bit, it's probably the best way, but it's kind of, it's hard. I think that takes time. The hardest part about breakups for me, what I've noticed is like what you said. It's not like I'm, I'm not warning that person actually, because typically by the time we've broken up, there's like something that's gone down south but it's more like what it could have been and the idea of what you had in your head and I feel like as you're healing from a breakup over time you're able to separate reality from what was in your head and then it becomes a little bit easier Mm -hmm. you know yeah what about you yeah I think it's tough going off what you said because it's not just losing like a loved one it's losing a best friend too you know someone that you spend so much time with but I don't know. I feel like I don't deal with breakups very well, or at least in the past when I have. I, I, even like from The Bachelor, I remember being like severely depressed for a bit. Bad. And that was like kind of a, you know, fake relationship, whatever you want to call it on like actual TV. But I think just like what Mike said, focusing on yourself, you know, like not getting caught up in like, oh, I need to date again. I need to meet new people to like make myself happy or find a new relationship or hook up with someone but just actually genuinely focusing on like yourself what you enjoy what you like meeting new people that way those things okay i have a good question let's say your ex-girlfriend walks in the door okay and you're at a party you're at a dinner something where you guys are in the same social setting what is like what is the best way she can handle that situation is it like a recent ex? Or? No, I'm just, okay. The way I think is the best that if you're running into someone and the way that I always do it is like be really like nice, not short in like a rude way. Like I think greet them, say hi, keep it short, be nice. So like they can't be like, oh, it was weird or she was bitch or like whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But then it's like you go off and you do your own thing and it's like it doesn't bother you the rest of the night. I feel like that's the best way to go about it. Right? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree. I think... A bit, a bit of context too probably matters. Like, did they walk in with their significant other? Do you have a significant other? How long ago did you break up? But let's just say you're both single and she walks in. I feel like I'm cool with most of my exes. Like, if she walked in, I would want them to say hi versus to pretend I'm not there and it'd be this like awkward energy. Yeah. Act like we don't know each other. I think it's like we just say hi, hang out, and then go our separate ways probably the rest of the, the night. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. There was, a, it's funny, there was a girl at, Soho house when we were there a month or two ago and I was going to the bathroom and she was over there with her friends and she was freaking out because her ex was sitting at the table. She was asking me for advice on what to do. I was like, I, I don't know. And I was like, just go, like, go say hi and then like, go do your thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like you don't make a big deal about it. It's, I feel like that's giving them like too much power too. Yeah. You know? So it's mm-hmm. like you have to just play it off like it doesn't even... You know, and then I think the more you're like, oh, my God, and and then you're talking to other people, you're like amping yourself up and like spiraling and making it worse. And then everyone's feeling that. And then it's just bad. For sure. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, I'd say a large part of it, too, probably depends on what how the breakup was and what happened thereafter. Because I was like, if Kennedy walked in the door, it'd be totally fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Let's should, say should unpack that a little bit. <laughs> no, we're good. I, <laughs> I, know. Like, wait, I, I was like, I was like, I shouldn't have thrown that in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is the best first date routine? I want to get into routines. Mm, okay. Like, do you have a place where you're taking? Well, you don't really count in this situation. Do you have like a go-to restaurant? I honestly try go-to first date. I, I do have a place. Come, come back to me. Come oh, back to okay. me after this. Yeah. This may be. I, I've done first dates that have been more elaborate, and I've done first dates that were very effortless. And the answer is probably somewhere in the middle. I don't have a place because I don't want to feel like I'm copy pasting things. That's good. But I do have maybe a general idea. And I, I've come to realize, and I know Connor doesn't agree with me on this, but I personally think that just doing a casual going to have like a drink or two and then maybe having a backup activity planned in case like it goes well. And if it doesn't, it's fine too. I think it's a very relaxed context to be in i think dinner is like way too serious people are eating you feel you're mindful about eating it feels a little bit like an interview so for me i just rather like lounge on a couch have a nice cocktail and just like talk about random things i agree 
What are yeah. your thoughts on this? No, that's I. I think that's that's fair. I mean, everyone has a different. What are you doing? Taking he, him to, like, he, he's taking him to figure out a Rubik's cube in an escape <laughs> room. <laughs> Actually, you are in like a minute, yeah. which is no, a hundred, a hundred percent. Here's 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 my so thing. So inside do No, no, no. Here's here's my Connor, thing. Connor, like I, I think. <laughs> wait, I, I, wait, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. I agree. I think a more relaxed setting is good. I think Connor from like eight years ago would have done dinner. You know, would have maybe would have been more of an interview style. <laughs> but you of the, the of the last of the last like four or five years have changed a bit. So oh I feel like if it is dinner, it's a more relaxed setting. I I love doing like walks around the lake here, but I feel like there needs to be a combo of like a dinner and an activity. And usually the <laughs> he's, activity he's got a formula. Here, here is. <laughs> well, no, no. So the activity would a lot of times be like very last minute. So like if the date was going well, I'd be like. Guess what? I have a surprise. Like we're doing, and and they'd be like, "Oh, what? Well, what is it?" I'd be like, "You'll find out when you get there." The sheer terror when she sees Austin escape room. Like, and then if, if I'm on a date with a guy and he does that, I'm like, he's taking me somewhere to kill me. <laughs> Which at that point, I'd almost rather him kill me than take me to the escape room. Yeah, no. Just bury me here and Guys, leave me here. Have can, have you done an escape room? Yes. I'm laughing. I'm dying. Because Did you enjoy it? <laughs> Hour ago, I was talking to Jenna, and she's telling everyone, "Oh my God, Connor in these escape rooms! Like, please stop talking about it." Imagine you don't know someone, and now you have an hour to get out of this room, and you're solving clues together, and you can't even get to know them. It's like, "Oh, hey, tell me about the no, you time you grew up in Croatia." No, sorry, like, get the glow in the dark okay, light. Okay, but after <laughs> like everyone's worst nightmare. <laughs> are, you, are you crying? Yes. Okay, but after a certain point, I feel like. You kind of like maybe run out of things to talk to. Maybe that's not the best thing to happen on a date. But, you know, it's like, all right, let's do something fun, like break the ice a little bit more. And I feel like you can still get to know each other during the escape room. But at the same time, I feel like if I'm going to an escape room and the girl like isn't enjoying it, like not having fun, all of that. It's like, well, I don't know if I want to like date that person, I guess. It's, if, that, if that makes no, that's sense. Fair. Honestly, I, and that's I, fair I don't mean for it to be like a test or anything like that. I think maybe sometimes it like talking about it, it comes across that way. But I feel like it's compatibility. Those are things that like I enjoy doing. And it, I don't like love escape rooms. I don't do escape rooms every night. I feel like I people think you. that because <laughs> I talk about it so much. But I, to me, it's like something fun that's different, gets you out of your comfort zone, out of like a normal dating setting. And maybe it's a little weird, but I feel like. I want someone that can kind of like roll with the punches a little bit yeah. and like have fun in a situation that they're uncomfortable with. And to me, I feel like I can tell if they're like into it or not. And if they're not, <laughs> it's like kind of a turn off to me. I just keep thinking about you going, I have a surprise. No, but <laughs> that is, that's the part that's funny. It's actually kind of smart. I think it's it strategic. You can, uh, in a way, weed out the week. It's probably like a lower funnel than getting to Harvard. You take them on like a four hour hike. At the end of it, there's an escape room up top. You have to solve a riddle and then you have to pitch your own tent. And if you yeah. survive until the morning with just canned beans, then it's mm -hmm. like, okay, now yeah. I will take you to drinks the next yeah, time. Yeah. Well, okay, Here, here's here's my thing though. Like I don't, like I was saying to you before yeah. we started, like I don't really go out that much. Like I don't really drink too much. Yeah. So like to me, an ideal date isn't like going to get drinks or going, going out after anything like that. So if like I don't enjoy doing that, then I like would ideally want to be with someone who, like they can enjoy that stuff, but like also enjoys doing some of this other stuff. So like I want to bring them into that part of my life a little bit where we're not just like going out and drinking. It honestly is a really, really smart idea and it does show compatibility. I'm, I'm going to quote you on this one. You, it, it is. You think escape rooms are a smart no, idea. I didn't say that. Specifically no, escape rooms. I, no, this is what I'm <laughs> saying is doing a, honestly a specific activity. Like mm -hmm. I think it's just the fact that you're more like adventurous. Like you want to go do things and not just like sit and drink. Whereas like I'm fine to sit and drink, you know? Yeah. So that makes sense like weeding them out in the nicest way possible. I mean, dating is weeding people out, so it's yeah. fine. Yeah. When you're on dates, are you just like, and you're getting drinks, are you just like giving the water boy? Like, how does that go? <laughs> no, I, I, I never. Like you have them in your pocket. I do have them in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I do. Like all my pockets, if you shake me upside down, water boy just starts falling out. <laughs> like a pallet of inventory. But I don't mention anything about water boy on a, on a date. If they were to ask like maybe what I do, I'm a little bit vague. I, I don't know. I like, I don't. What's your answer? I mean, it depends if they're like, oh, what do you do? It's it's, it's hard, right? Because then I also don't want to sound like I'm running some like Ponzi scheme yeah. or some like crypto thing. I mean, normally <laughs> I'll say like, oh, a friend and I started a company a little over a year and a half ago. 
So then naturally they'll probably ask, oh, what is it? Oh, it's a, like a better way to recover from going out. And then usually they'll be like, oh, is it like liquid IV? It's like it's better. similar, similar, but better in that we made it specifically for hangovers. And then, I mean, if they ask, if they show interest, then I'll talk about it. But normally I try not to talk about work. Like when I'm just getting to know them, I'd rather almost like know just random things where I leave you know, it's like, oh, I had a drinks with this person for an hour and a half. We talked the whole time and I learned nothing about them other than random facts that I'll probably yeah. forget, you know? So that's probably like my ideal first date. I also, I hate being asked what I do for work because it's just like, I don't, I just don't like talking about it. Or it's not that I'm embarrassed at all. I just, people just ask so many questions and then they ask them questions that are like invasive and then I don't know what to say. And then the it, it's basically what I'm getting to. is Like when I describe it, it sounds like I'm unemployed, which I guess I'm not employed by someone else. So maybe I am unemployed, but it sounds like I do. You know what I'm saying? Like the way that I describe it, it does sound like I'm in some sort of I don't even know. Like bad thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe well, I yeah, just say NF NFT, just start <laughs> throwing the eye, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually I'm not even going to work on my like job pin not pitch but my answer i'm just gonna like come up with random things i do that in ubers a lot hmm. you know what do you well i guess well i guess what's what's your pitch kind of pitch but well most or like of the what time, would you say someone I'm, asked what you do okay i didn't even think about it because most of the people that i'm like around that would be like that would just know because we have mutual friends normally mm -hmm. i think at this point i would say like i have a podcast or something i don't know what should i say I think influencer okay. podcast that like but like how do I say that uh, yeah it depends if you want to invite like, more what, questions or not no but like what okay this is what we're gonna do well because if you say you have a podcast they're gonna ask what it's about and then it's gonna lead into other things for sure okay so I have a YouTube channel I'm a, I started on YouTube I'm an influencer mm -hmm. I have a podcast right and then I also have like a clothing brand well it's like an accessory brand now right okay so how out of all of those you could pull a lot of different directions what should I say so they don't ask more questions Honestly, I'm, I feel like any of those would lead to more questions. At least for me, if I was on a date, yeah. 100%. Yeah, like if you said you had a brand yeah. that you, I would be like, oh, like what do you sell? Like how'd you get into that? It's like I'd oh, rather well. say I have a brand. But what is what is the answer that would not have many follow-up questions? Like if you were to say I'm a tax accountant. That, that's what I say in Ubers always when yeah. they ask about it. You say you're a tax accountant? Yeah, no, no, I no, just say I'm an accountant. accountant. Oh. No one wants to ask you questions about that, especially yeah. about taxes. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know? huh. Or um, I, I sell picks that probably invites questions yeah, yeah. yeah well i don't know do you not like talking about that well it's not really like i guess on a date it's just like out and about when i'm meeting mm -hmm. like it's like random people or like random guys at a bar or something it would be different if i was on a date but it's like random guys that i have like absolutely no interest in that are like annoying me i don't want and then they're so annoying about it mm -hmm. you know the second someone's like influencer they're just it's like their guys are just so Annoying. Say you're a girl at a bar and a guy's into you. What is like the ideal thing he could say when he walks up to you? I know girls are always like, oh, I don't want to be bothered. I'm talking to my friends. But if you're interested in them. You two you should play this out. Mike, Mike, what would you say? If you saw her, you I know. Think, yeah, what would you do? I, honestly, it's just first. If I see you, it's like first thing that comes to my mind within a couple seconds. Otherwise, it's probably like too late. Yeah. I just move on about my day. T toss it out. I don't know. It would have to be in context. Be in a bar. Plus, yeah, I need like a drink. Like, you know, I need, a, look, here, I need a little bit of liquid courage. You got some. You would have yeah. to be, yeah, a little liquid courage. And also, it's so much easier when you're at a bar because there's other like people around. So that makes way to like more conversation. You have drinks. You could say something about the drink. Yeah. I don't know because here's the thing: if I actually like you, there's really nothing wrong you could say because mm -hmm. I'd be like, whatever. Like I don't care unless it's really cringy. But if I don't want you to talk to me, you could. It doesn't matter what you say. You know okay. what I'm saying? Right, right. So it's like, I, I really don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't have any pickup lines or anything elaborate. I normally yeah. just, yeah. We're getting really good I, Well, so I, I guess do you you just want to like exit that conversation then, essentially. No, like if, no. It, no, if, I, if, I, if I'm interested in someone and they come oh. out and talk to me, it doesn't really matter what they say because I want oh. them to talk to me. Yeah. Unless yeah, yeah. they say something really cringy and then. But I guess on the point of like talking about your job and stuff. Oh. If, if, you, if you like them, I guess that. That's Does true. that only matter if you don't like them? Yes. Okay. So you would just need more of like an exit strategy, maybe. Yeah. Or like, you're, do you do you want to talk to that person still? No, I don't want to talk. Oh, well, if I like them, then I, then I guess it doesn't matter. You're giving yeah. me Chris yeah. Harrison energy today. Just uh, me? on the podcast, yeah. Interesting. Like some like hosting, but like <laughs> dating, like you're. I've, you're really I've been thinking. told I by our employees. Actually, I'm a great listener. Yeah. And, you know, I maybe don't always give the best advice. I'm not the most vocal, but. I'm a good listener. I see that for you. Yeah. 
You're really thinking, I can tell. Yeah, yeah, I am. You know? What are your thoughts on the first date and who should pay? And Or mm. should a girl pull out her card to fake offer to pay oh, on a first date? I, I, have, I, have, I have talked about this before with, you know, Janine. Mm-hmm. We've, we've had this conversation. We have different opinions on it. But What's your opinion? I, okay, <laughs> find the right word to say it. I, I think the guy should pay. And like, if I'm on a first date or any date, I would always like offer to pay unless you've been in a relationship for a while and like, you yeah. know, like your girlfriend's taking on a date or whatever. But I really think it's a nice gesture when it, it is at least offered by the girl. I agree. And I don't know why necessarily, but to me, if you start a relationship and it's like the guy's always paying, then to me it comes across as like that relationship's not equal. And if I'm the guy, I almost have to like pay to spend time with you or like buy your affection. I see that. So I like, again, I would always pay, but I think that gesture's nice and it's like, hey, like I appreciate you paying, but like I want you to know that we're still like equal in this relationship or in whatever it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. I'm pretty much the same. But if if there's no gesture, like, I don't like take notes like, oh, they didn't offer, yeah. you know, but it's like, to me, it's n- nice when that does happen. I mean, I, I guess if you're the girl too, and you really care whether the guy's making you pay or not, the best way would, like normally I, especially if you invite someone on a date, like if I invited a girl on a date, I'm going to pay. It's, it is nice when they at least pretend or offer, <laughs> Yeah, you know, like. they're not doing that seriously, yeah, like, by the way. <laughs> like, yeah, like, yeah, like I'm not going to take you up on the offer, but, or like even like maybe they don't even have to offer, but just like a thank you afterwards, some like acknowledgement of appreciation. I don't need like a grand gesture. I don't need balloons or cookies. Thank you. But just yeah. like, oh, like, oh, thanks for paying. Like even something as simple as that, mm-hmm. I think yeah. works. But then I guess, yeah, if you're the girl and that bothers you, the best way to find out is probably offer. And if he takes you up on that offer, then you can, for sure, you yeah. can arrive to your conclusion after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should the girl text thank you after the date? Like, do you want to thank you text that night? Do you want to, you know what I'm saying? I I, I personally yeah. believe, I think that's a great way to show interest. I think the first person to text, like, I had a good time or thank you or let's do that again is almost like the slightly more interested party or it comes yeah. off that way. So I know usually when that happens, I'm like, okay, she really liked me. And if it doesn't happen, no, then it's may- maybe it's a little bit of a game of like cat and mouse. Yeah, maybe you wait like five days and, <laughs> and like see what they're up to that weekend. I don't know. That's the way it works. It's, it's, yeah. a, think, it's a sad reality. I feel like people are like, oh, I hate yeah. the games, but it's human I think psychology. Mike, and Mike likes the cat and mouse game a little bit. I do. I'm kind of getting yeah. I do. I'm yeah. sick. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, at least when I was dating, I loved when you would like drop them off and you would get that text like before you even got home, you know? You really are like such a romantic. Wow. Me? Yeah, drop yeah. them off too. Yeah, it was just no, like a nice way to go, yeah. like to go to bed. Okay, we had a good night. Yeah. Yeah. I always offer. Also, I like, ha- like I make my own money. Like I don't mind, especially when you're in a relationship. Like I don't want them paying. I don't want whoever I'm with paying for everything. Like it makes mm-hmm. me feel weird. Like when you said like paying for like affection or whatever, it just feels like, I don't know. I don't like that. Like once you're actually dating, but first date, like I want them to pay. Yeah. yeah, you know, that I makes think sense. That makes sense. But dude, what do you think about like, okay, if they pay for dinner, it's almost like, all right, like I got like, well, depending on what you Drinks do after, like I got the yeah. escape room after. <laughs> I'm, I'm joking. No, if they're like, you're like, oh, I got like, I got like, let me get like ice cream or dessert or like let me get some drinks for us after or something like that. Like maybe not the first date. Okay, I would still fake offer, but yeah. gotcha. Like yeah, as time went on, yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have a problem if I was paying for everything, then it would be an issue, obviously. So I feel like that's kind of on both ends, but just, I don't know. It would have to be like a couple dates in. Have you ever been on a date where you offered and they accepted? Not on like a date with a random person. I was just in a situation where like- Oh, Oh, should we unpack this? Yeah, I think No, like I was in a relationship where it was like all me basically. Uh, hmm. And so that's why now I'm like, okay. Like that, it, that you feel very used. So yeah. I understand that on the, even though there's more arguments for girls and how they should get paid for. But anyways, but I think that's like, I'm like, I can't ever, mm-hmm. you know, like gross. My, my, my biggest fear is like forgetting my wallet at home and being like, hey. Have you done that before? I have not. And that's a, a fear. I don't even know what I would do. Apple I'd, Pay. I'd prob- Apple Pay, true. I was going to say, I'd probably have to like go to the but back. Can you, use and- that at, <laughs> can you use that at restaurants? I feel like you can't. 
Yeah, I feel like you get you Yeah, like, I, I would find a way. I'd my, be, my memorize word. your card and phone. They can manually do it. Oh, yeah. I guess my worst fear is if you give them your card and they come back, like, hey, sorry, it was declined. <laughs> Wait, no, which I'm, one's worse? Like, would you uh, rather forget your wallet or get declined on a date? Forgetting forget, the wallet, for sure. For sure because <laughs> then it's like, I had a chance to pay. I just couldn't. <laughs> Getting declined is like... <laughs> Sorry, I have no means to do so. I don't know why I'm here anyways. Like, yeah. I just came here to hang out and waste your time. I thought this was on you. But I, I, I got the bowling shoes after if you want to mm-hmm. go to the escape room. <laughs> I just, this escape room is really something. Okay, how many dates until you're exclusive on average? I don't think there's a number. It's not a mathematical formula of like exclusive <laughs> equals X times dates. Like what about time period? I think time period. What's I, too long? I would say in the time period too, it matters that like what interval you're seeing each other. So if you're seeing each other, let's just say, hypothetically speaking, once a week, I don't know, maybe two to three months. If you're seeing each other like every day, which you probably shouldn't be early on, but if you are, maybe that expedites the timeline a bit. Or, and then I guess too exclusive in the sense that, oh, we're boyfriend, girlfriend, or we're not like just seeing other people, but we don't quite have a label yet. There's like, I feel like also degrees of exclusivity. What are your thoughts on that now? Like, that's a newer term. Well, like not having term, a label? No, like, you can be exclusive, but you're not boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah, because mm. you usually, like, you end up having a talk, like, hey. I'm not hooking up with yeah, anyone else. Just, just, so, just so I can be safe. I <laughs> yeah. gotta know, like, yeah. it's, it's usually, all, it's always the, like, safety. You're like, pushing it off on, like, an STD or something. S- yeah, but really, you just want to know sure where you're at. that. 100%. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, hey, just to be safe. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you know. Mm-hmm. That is yeah. really interesting. Oh, what, what do you think? I mean, I, I think it just dep- it varies, like, relationship to relationship i don't think you can put them all on the same playing field and there's ones if both people are mutually into each other then they probably see like a little bit more eye to eye first if one side's more than the other then there's maybe like a bit of like catch-up period until they both get on the same page i I think it it varies a lot but for me personally or historically speaking probably like two to three months of dating someone and then it's more or less it's not even just dating how many dates is in my head i take dating very seriously to be boyfriend girlfriend with someone so i have to and this maybe makes it too serious, but I have to be like, okay, I can see a future with this person. Otherwise, why would I, I be exclusive with them and give up like freedom and my mental like sanity, you know? Like <laughs> yeah. a, and the mental health aspect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like I approach this whole thing a bit differently. I think when yeah, I've shocker. dated, and, when I've dated. <laughs> <laughs> I love that we're just like yeah. opposites. Well, right. no, I, yeah. I don't necessarily think of like, you need to be exclusive from date one. But to me, if I'm going on a date with someone and the date goes well and I want a second date, I'm not like putting all my eggs in one basket, but I feel like I want to focus my attention towards that person. And you can like very quickly see probably after a few dates if it's like going to work out or not. And then if it doesn't like move on, I feel like sometimes like dating around and going on dates with all these people and like doing that like i don't know how people do that like do you keep a I'm, spreadsheet I'm of everyone the like, exact same way like how does that work so it's like if i'm interested in someone like let me focus my attention on that if it doesn't work out it doesn't work out then i can move on and figure it out but i feel like hanging out with all these different people to me is just like confusing and almost like cloud my my head yeah, I'm just picturing like 21 year old you like with a spreadsheet, like trying to keep it together. Like that's actually what it would be. Yeah, I'm similar, but also it's, I also like haven't been dating in like over a year, but I was in like long-term relationships for so long before that. So then it was like my nice break. And then I like started loving my single life so much. It's like, why would I mm. give that up? So now I'm like, I guess I will date again, but it just, it's like, that's a lot of work. Like when people have like rosters all the time and stuff, like good for you. It's mm-hmm. just like not my thing. So how do you like consciously make that decision? Like, all right, I'm ready to, to date. I didn't or consciously does it kind of just make happen? the decision. Like a friend kind of set me up. Oh, so you've been on a date recently? No, like it's happening. Oh, oh it's happening. Oh. But, when? Wait, yeah, when? What, what are the plans? I can't give you a date because uh, I can't make it obvious. You can, do you know what, what the plans are? Yeah, we're getting drinks. Okay. Is it in Dallas? No. Where is it? Anyways, we have to talk about it later. I'll yeah. tell you later. No, come on. I can't. No. How was your last date, by the way? Connor wanted me to ask about your first date. At Fogo de Chao? Yeah. My first date. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was like, which one was my last date? Was it good? Yeah, it was good. It was the good. best part of this date was... <laughs> I was <laughs> I'm caught so no, right? I'm sorry. I didn't realize. The, the best part of this date was I was sitting at a table with Jenna and two other friends literally right above them so they were like below i almost felt like uh 
Yeah, they they knew. But I almost felt like a dad kind of watching his uh, son go on a date. I, I wouldn't. It wasn't really like it was in between like hanging out and a date, you know, hmm. like not not to make me sound like I have commitment issues, but I wouldn't say it was a date. It was <laughs> yeah. like a very last minute thing of like, oh, hey, Fogodachow invited me there, asked me to have a plus one if you want to come. Like, if not, yeah. totally cool. She's like, OK, let's do it. And then I, you know, look up and I see Connor and Jenna with a seafood platter. And I was like, this is even worse than an escape room. Somehow. <laughs> One of our best friends told us, made the mistake of telling us where her date was and what time. I don't know why she would do that. Hmm. So obviously we showed up to the date, but she didn't know. Like we actually hid the entire time. I made some <laughs> fake like private vlog on TikTok and then saved it. I deleted it. And then she texted us in the group chat when she got back and was like, yeah, I think it went well. And then I texted back and I was like, yeah, I think it went really well. Like, I loved it. And she's like, what the fuck? Like, she was so confused. And then we sent the entire video and she's like, I actually hate you. But it was successful. You should do that. Can you imagine? Yeah. for Waterboy content, actually. Mm-hmm. So can you imagine getting a dating recap video? That'd be terrifying. Because in your head, you're like, oh, I'm like sitting back, feeling all cool. Yeah. And then you get in, you're like, oh, I'm hunched yeah. over. It's definitely incredibly invasive of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. honestly, I don't regret it. It was really fun. Yeah. Let's talk more about Waterboy. I'm a huge fan. I don't have the pink. Oh, is that Jenna's? It is. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, duh. I, I, one thing about me, I can't <laughs> see. And I said, is that Jenna's? And it literally is fun on weekdays. I like that strawberry lemonade one. So let's talk more about it. Like, what is your routine? Well, if you're not, how, do you drink more than Connor? I mean, I drink for fun on weekends with friends. I, I you know, I drink. I don't. You know, I don't have a problem, but I drink. Clarify you know? that one. I, I drink. I, I'm more of like I'm not really like a casual drinker, but more like three to four nights a year, I'll just like really go for it. Okay. Con- weddings, light. Connor's weddings are a great situation for me. I love weddings. Okay, but that um, makes so much sense for you. You're, you love. Loves. Yeah, 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 exactly. But like going out in rainy street doesn't really do it for me. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, so what was your hangover routine before? water boy like what were you doing was there anything like i will like call a mobile iv person or something not mm. that i get that bad but like i hangovers are horrible yeah so that's primarily what inspired the product actually it was hey there's nights where i have a few drinks and then i either have the option to like call it quits or almost get carried away with friends and it was those nights when i'd wake up feeling rough that i'm like i'm either drinking a pedialyte which is really good at hydration brand a little bit for kids and they didn't add ingredients that they could have added because it was meant not for that and then there's also Liquid IV, which does like a pretty good job at electrolytes, like an even better job at influencer marketing. So <laughs> just, tell us how you really feel. Just, just, just saying, like I, I was, I was a consumer of both products. And then to me, it was like, well, why am I drinking these? Okay, electrolytes. Can I take these electrolytes in a Pedialyte bottle and put them in a powder pack and pass the cost savings to the customer? And also when I'm hungover, I'm not just dehydrated, but I'm maybe also like anxious, nauseous and fatigued. And like for me, Nausea is a big thing. Like if I hop in the, an Uber the next day, it feels like I'm on a roller coaster. Yeah. So I was like, well, I can add these ingredients to this product and market it specifically for that use case. So rather than create a general hydration product for like hiking, for hangovers, for this. For I can, escape room. Exactly. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> you can make a better one that's specific to an audience. So that that was the main premise. Put the idea out on TikTok. People really loved it. And then also the main other thing too was let's have a bit fun with a brand. Like we know the space that we're in. We're not going to compete with these companies that have 100x the employee count with way more massive advertising budgets being like too corporate and almost clinical feeling like we can have a good product, but also still market in a way that's fun and genuine to us. So then others also even know like who's behind the brand. There's so many products I buy from companies that I have no idea who's behind it or anything about the company other than like random people I see promoting it. So that was the premise. And then the thing too, and then a year after we also launched the athletic recovery line. Because it was, hey, just because I drink doesn't mean I don't necessarily value my health or workout. And we had a growing like subset of our audience that was also asking for like a daily hydration athletic recovery. So our main premise is let's take hydration, make it functional, add ingredients around exactly when people need them rather than make one general product that's average across the board. Yeah, I like that. They're very helpful. I have the worst hangovers and I drink. I go out often, but I also watch myself like it's it is crazy what has happened. Like, I just can't hang anymore. Like, something happened to me, and the next day I wake up, and I am, like, I have the worst brain fog. I'm not even really anxious. I just, like, can't even think, and I just feel horrible. So I'm so crazy about, like, any hangover pill, anything, whatever, and I always have water boy. I put it in, this is my life hack. Okay. I use a jug, like a water jug, something you would know nothing about. It's (laughs) reusable. It's better for the environment. 
And I'll do, if I'm like really, really, really going for it. I used to do it with liquid IV, but I do use Waterboy now, guys. Don't worry. And I put it, like I do, I'll do like literally like a gallon or half gallon of water. And then I'll do like multiple sticks. And then I chug the entire thing. Well, I don't do multiple sticks of Waterboy now, but I chug the entire thing and I wake up fine. Yeah. Mm. So you do that before you go to bed? Yeah. Before you go out? No, I do. What, what's your what's your routine? So I get home. Well, let's start earlier. If mm-hmm. it's going to be, I'm not going to lie to you. This is how bad it's gotten. If it's getting to be a big weekend that I know I have ahead, I have a membership at this like wellness place and they do IVs. Mm. So I'll do an IV to start off the weekend. Okay. Because I already go there for my infrared sauna and like I might as well, you know? So I do that. And also IVs make you feel incredible. They mm. really do. So I do that and then I, you know, will go out and I try to keep my drinks at once an hour. I do water in between every single drink. Like I even had a spritz an hour ago and I've had like three water since. I'm like very crazy about it. And then I get home typically like when the bars are closing. So it's around 2 a.m. And I already have my water waiting for me. So then I, you know, I do my skincare and then I drink my water boy. But I drink so much water with it and then I wake up and I feel fine. It's been a journey, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're very mindful. That's a seasoned, you know, veteran. Because mm-hmm. there's oh, yeah. also the other opposite end where someone maybe didn't even make it to their bed. They're asleep on their couch and their Uber Eats is outside of their door. Yeah, yeah uh, so I've know? also been there. And then yeah. sometimes Waterboy really is, you know, I drink it the next morning. But I do try to drink it like as soon as I can because it's helped me more, you know? Yeah. What's your routine on these crazy weddings? I mean, I feel like historically my routine was just kind of like accept the hangover, yeah. you know, just chalk the day up as a, a lost day yeah. type yeah. thing just kind of deal with it but honestly i know i don't really drink much now but i feel like when i do like i wouldn't do anything but having this is like such a game changer and i it's it's interesting because i take this like not just for hangovers too i probably take it more for like working out just i was pumped when we developed the sports product but even like the main product too just if it's like a hot day or just needing to be hydrated like i take that thing all the time yeah, it also tastes good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we've been recording for like almost an hour now. Mm. Great boy advice. I really think that yeah. now everyone is going to have such success in their dating lives. And I can only imagine we're going to be receiving thousands of DMs thanking us for our good work. <laughs> <laughs> I like how earlier I was like, I'm not really going to say anything. Don't worry, I chimed in. Where can they find you guys and get Waterboy? Waterboy.com. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty simple. Yeah. Find us on Instagram, TikTok. It's at Waterboy Can. Just for context, the can initially is going to be a canned beverage. So like ready, pre-made, ready to drink. When we were making the formula, it's actually so potent that it's like not, like it can't sit on a shelf, which is a good thing. It means when you drink it, you're getting a lot of stuff in there. So we put it in a stick pack. and But when we started it, it was going to be Waterboy Can. And then it just became Waterboy. But some like little 12 year old owns the Instagram and he blocked us. So he won't. Yeah. 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 So if anyone from those platforms wants to help us get those accounts, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be nice to have that. Well, thanks for coming on, guys. Yeah. 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 Thanks for having us. Bye. See See ya. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys have a fabulous day. Love you guys so much. And I will talk to you on Thursday.